ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, this is the WCHL Podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry, and on the other end of the line, it's my very best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the people. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, we're recording this on a uh, late in the week, and um, I'm telling you, we, we there's hockey going on right now. I like it. Even as we speak. Now, WCHL hockey is yet to get underway on uh, because we've got some games starting up tonight. Arizona at UNLV, Utah at Arizona State. Those games aren't going on, but I've got two games from the B Conference going right now. McKendry and uh, Maryville are playing. That's one to nothing at the uh, end of the first period. And let's see if I can get to this other one. What is this? Uh, this other one is Purdue Northwest is leading Midland from the B Conference. Five to four with a minute 13 to go in the third period. So if you hear me yelp, oh. if you hear me yelp at any time, it's because Midland yeah, has right. tied the game. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, here we go. Midland's. They're going to try to keep it in. Anyways, uh, hey, we're not here to do a play-by-play of the, uh, of the thing. <laughs> Andrew, this is the going to be the, the last podcast that we're going to have here for a little while, uh, simply yeah. because I'm going to be out of pocket. Um, so let's get right to it, huh? What do you say? All, all, the, all the people are rejoicing, are rejoicing in the streets right now, that's for sure. <laughs> well, hey, sorry to disappoint. We'll still have some podcasts. They'll just have some <laughs> other folks on there. Um, uh, and they won't be recapping games or anything. They'll be more along the lines of interviews and stuff. But uh, you'll, you'll still hear... Uh, you know, some uh, some terrible suboptimal podcasts. It just won't be the Chris and Andrew show for a little while. Got to got to give the people what they want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Andrew. In terms of news and rumors, um, you know, not a whole lot's happened since last time. Um, the Great Lakes League is still breaking up. Uh, that announcement supposedly it's been uh, coming, but it's still coming. So. Yeah. Not official yet? Not official yet. I guess, whoop, here we go, Andrew. Purdue Northwest just scored an empty netter. Six to four is going to be the final with one second left to go. Here, I'm going to turn this game off. This game stinks. Six four. Yeah, too bad for Midland. Jan Dom is a great guy, a great coach, and he he deserves some, uh, I'd like for him to find some success. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the Great Lakes League is breaking up. and the uh, they're going to form something called uh, the great the GL six. There's supposed to be some other teams that are going to fill. That's going to take six teams from the existing ten team. They're going to form the GL six. That'll leave four teams left in the Great Lakes League to kind of fend for themselves. And it's my understanding they've got two teams from Michigan that are uh, in line to move up. Uh, so we'll see. So I guess there's your rumor mill for the day. There we go. You know, we, there also might be another team or two. Uh, so, so we got teams being added. What we've already added, Illinois and Iowa State to the MCH. We've yep. uh, we've got this GL GL six GL CHL you know thing breaking up that it's kind of complicated right now. Um, there might be another team that's uh, flirting now with the uh, with the B conference. We'll see. That might turn it into the A conference. You never know. Ooh. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we might even have a little bit of news uh, here come in November. So uh, that could be interesting for the old Western League. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, that that's all there is for news and rumors, Andrew. I mean, it's the same old, same old. Nothing's happened. What a bummer. People are doing a whole lot of nothing. I wish they would yeah. uh, get after it. And I mean, stuff was supposed to be announced weeks ago, and they're just dilly-dallying. Well, uh, you know, some of the commissioners aren't as on top of it as others. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah, I'm presently, uh, speaking of commissioners, I'm presently in the process of making next year's uh, schedule. So, oh. yeah, it's my, uh, I, I, my intent is to get it to these guys by Halloween. So, uh, 
that's that that's my goal we'll see i've got to uh i'm trying to coordinate with uh football schedules and rink availability and you know prior commitments from some yep. places so oh so, yeah so. football football's king right football is king <laughs> hey andrew the uh latest ranking came out yesterday from the acha men's division one and hallelujah <laughs> andrew hallelujah this is the last of the coaches ranking that's gonna we're gonna have for this season um nothing much changed uh, yeah, yeah. Same 25 teams are in the top 25. They just kind of shuffled a little bit. Just kind of shuffled around a little bit. Minot State's still number one. Adrian is number two. Central Oklahoma moves up two spots to number three. Liberty stays at four. Air, uh, UNLV moves up a spot to number five. And the big uh, loser there, not loser, let's say, the big dropper was uh, Ohio. They dropped from three to six. Oh. I know. You're crushed. Be still my heart. Yeah, they got swept by Niagara. Niagara moves up from eight to seven. And then uh, rounding out the top 10 are Jamestown at eight, Maryville at nine, Grand Valley State at 10. Um, there are, so that's two in the top 10 from the Western Collegiate Hockey League. There are two four, in the top five, right? Two in the top five. Thank you very much. Look at you, man. That's why we have you here, to point out the <laughs> obvious. That's right. Uh, sometimes I, I get caught looking at the, at the trees, and you're there to t- point me to the forest, Andrew. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. We have uh, four other teams are in the top 25. Arizona is number 14. Arizona State is number 16. Missouri State, number 21. Utah, number 22. And if the rankings were extended, if we included the others receiving votes, the rankings were extended. One, two, three, four spots to number 29. Andrew, the Oklahoma Sooners make an appearance again in the how about that? It's been a long, long while since we've seen those guys on here. It's been at least a couple of good years. So, uh, yeah, how how about that? So, six yeah. in the top 25, uh, seven if you count the top 30. Um, and I'm sure we'll have a couple of others on the cusp because Grand Canyon and Colorado State were also in that others receiving votes category that yeah, flew in the top five. You had to have a couple more in there, pretty close, I would think. Yeah, yeah. So not not bad. Now the uh, the the next um, ranking that's going to come out, it's going to come out November first. That's Wednesday of next week, um, and that will be the first computer ranking of the season. And we expect there to be a lot of chaos. <laughs> yeah, take this top twenty-five we just gave you and turn it upside down, right? Yep. Now, you know, in years past, Andrew, we would lean on our good friend, the wizard, um, all hat, no cape, because he would calculate things for us, and he would kind of give us a a sneak peek and tell us what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. Um, But the wizard doesn't do the rankings anymore. He has moved on to uh, other things. I know. Oh, what could be more important than this? (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. However, there is another guy out there who... um, um, he, he, I don't know what he does now. His name is Anders Lempia. Anders has, he's, a great on, name. he's on Twitter as Anders Lempia, A-N-D-E-R-S-L-E-M-P-I-A. Um, and he's, you know, the, the cool thing about the wizard, our wizard, our favorite wizard, he was a math whiz, but he knew it and he didn't need to brag about it. Yeah, this Anders Lempia fella. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's also out there on Twitter having to let everybody in the world know <laughs> just how super smart of a mathematician he is. <laughs> and anyways, uh, uh, someone pointed another coach. In fact, a coach who's probably playing, who is playing right now. Um, he's his team is up two to nothing right now over McKendry, but I can't say who it is. Um. He pointed me to this guy, and this guy says that when the computer comes out, that the ACHA computer rankings differ from the coaches' rankings in a huge way. He says Central Oklahoma should be number one. Ooh, really? Yep, interesting. He says UNLV should be number five, so he says they're in the right spot. Uh, He says Arizona's in the right spot at 14. He says Arizona State should be number four in the nation. Really? says Missouri State should be three spots behind where they are, should be number 24, and that Utah should be number 20. Very interesting. So he says Central Oklahoma and Arizona State and Missouri State are undervalued. No, uh, Utah are undervalued, 
and that um, uh, Missouri State is a little overvalued right now, and that UNLV and Arizona are right where they ought to be. Well, very, very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, this guy's. How about here's again? This is from the from the brilliant mind of Ampers Olympia. Just ask him how brilliant he is. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, he says Central Oklahoma should be number one. Niagara should be number two. Minot State should be number three. Arizona State should be number four, and Nevada, Las Vegas would be five. And let's see here. Six, he says, should be Stony Brook. Seven would be Adrian. Eight would be Indiana Tech. Nine, Grand Valley State. Ten, Calvin. Now, I'm here to tell you, that's all good and well, and that sounds great. But a lot of that is also just based on the fact that they're such a minute a slim we've only had what eight games central yeah. Oklahoma's has only played eight games yeah minot's played nine adrian eight yeah UCL eight liberty 10 and unlv eight for your top five there he, this guy says niagara should be number two and that's because they just came off of, they're seven one and zero i don't know who in the world they've played uh, but i know they're coming off of a weekend sweep of ohio so I think there's a lot of recency bias with this uh, with this thing. Now, again, I'm not a mathematician, I'm not, but I'm also not going around bragging how smart I am either. Um, so I, I'm just saying I, you know, I'm going to take this with a with a grain of salt because I think there's going to be a lot of recency bias, and you know, the computer is going to really settle down come uh, you know January, mid January for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be crazy there at the beginning, like it always is, right? Yeah, but next week we got something to look forward to. And if you're looking for a, a potential uh, harbinger of what's to come, go visit Mr. Uh, Anders Lempia on Twitter, and maybe you'll get a an idea as to what what you can look forward to next week. He sounds uh, he sounds exotic, that's for sure. Yeah, you know he's affiliated somehow or another with Pittsburgh and uh, with Pitt ACHA hockey, and now with Robert Morris uh, NCAA hockey. So, hey, power to him, whatever. He's 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 got a lot of theories and theorisms and models and you know stuff that's just way over my head. When I, <laughs> when, I, when I think of models, you know, I'm thinking of Plato. <laughs> You know, I'm thinking of plastic snap it, you know, models, you know, those stuff where you get the models glue and you, you know, it comes in that red natural color, natural smell or the orange smell that you can kind of sit and, you know, dream of other places if you sniff it a little too much. You know, that's the kind of modeling I'm, I'm into. I just, uh, I just pulled up Mr. Anders. Yeah. He has some. He has some flow going on. That's for sure. <laughs> well, you know, hey, power to him. Hey, this is yeah. this is not the. Uh, we're not. I'm not trying to knock him again. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, he's, not, he's not, not trying, totally trying to beat the guy up, right? Yeah, not totally. <laughs> just going to wrap him in the carpet and roll him down the stairs a little bit. <laughs> but, but hey, you know. Uh, we, it's, it's all it's all oh, good. Great. It's all love. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Did you ever see the video where they put the little fat kid in the uh, in the oversized tire? Oh yeah, and they, uh, they roll him down the hill. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> this, is, this is turned into the Beavis and Butthead podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Holy moly! Oh boy, Andrew, we had some games last week. Uh, let's get right to it. Arizona State yeah. and Missouri State had the weekend off. They were busy. Um, I think they were taking part in an academic um, uh, competition. Yeah, really, really focusing on the academia, right? Correct. I think they were. It was kind of like the uh, the the academia challenge cup <laughs> that those two were, were taking part in. Uh, in meanwhile, the other four teams were all playing hockey. Uh, Utah went to UNLV. Utah has been the road warriors this week. This, yes, uh, this they semester. Have. Oh boy, they need yes, to fire their have. commissioner. Yeah, I know, but it'd be great on the back end, well, all the home games. That's the whole deal, right? They're getting all their travel out of the way, and they're just staying home for from now until March. Yeah, make that push for uh, nationals at home, right? That's right. Utah goes to Vegas, Sin City, and Vegas comes away with two wins, a 6-2 to two win and a 3-2 to two win. That yeah. 3-2 to two win is pretty close. That 3-2 was close, right? The uh, the thing I look at, the 6-2 game, it was 4 nothing midway through the second right so i mean that was yeah that that game was just a blowout right the uh but you know utah they've done it more than once this season you know they they keep games close you know uh 
Oh, what they have? 36 shots on goal. UNLV only had 23 on Saturday. Uh-huh. So, you know, Zach Wixon kind of stood on his head for UNLV there. He did. They, he uh, had to. He had yeah, to. Yeah, had to, right? And uh, got his, pulled out a squeaker. You know, the, the, the thing, we talked about it last week. Utah salvaged uh, or got a win. You know, they blew a lead in game one in Michigan. They, they got blown out in game two, and then they showed some resilience, and they came back and won game three on their Michigan trip. And I thought that this uh, trip down to Las Vegas was, showed a lot of uh, resilience and a lot of character for those guys and that they, yeah. uh, you know, they didn't, they could, they got blown out, like you said, on the first game, six to two, and it wasn't really even that close. Uh, but yeah, the night two, they could have laid down, but instead they, they battled and it was a three to two game going into with 20 minutes to play. That's not bad against the number five team in the nation. Yeah. You know, and I would, you know, I, I think really there's probably right now as we're sitting here talking, I would say that UNLV and UCO are probably the two butt kickers in the, in the WCHL. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, if you're playing those guys, you know, trying to keep it respectable, on the final score is, is kind of a win in my books. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you know, for UNLV to kind of get roughed up a little bit on Friday night, but yet come back and keep it close on Saturday, that, that speaks volumes to me about what they're, what they're doing out there. And they're doing it on the road as we talked about, you know, they're going to have all these guys. They're going to get to see them at home. And if they're keeping it, you know, if they're keeping one goal games, um, on the road, that that's uh, that they're they're going to be tough to beat on their uh, big sheet up there in Salt Lake City. Yes, that's what that's what I'm thinking here. Yeah, well, all right. Um, UCO went up to Boulder and just absolutely smoked the bus. Oh. Seven to one oh, and eight man. to two. Oh, wasn't even wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. Big big uh, six goal margins on on both nights. Yeah, six to even. one and eight to two. Uh, what do you what do you think there? They, uh, oh, you know, I was going to call out um, 91 Zach Guerra from UCO. Uh, had a little hat trick on Friday night. They, uh, but then on Saturday, how about the shots? 57-22 in favor of UCO. Ooh. I mean, that's almost, what, 2-1, to one, almost 3-1, to one, darn near, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just ugly. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that's, you know, that's a team that you want to, UCO, that's a team that you want to try to, keep it close and respectful on the scoreboard right and that that did not happen <laughs> in colorado that did not happen in boulder you're you're being this generous Andrew. yeah you're being <laughs> generous. that did not happen yeah trying to be nice here <laughs> all right so well as you said you know right now the two big beasts seem to be uh unlv and uco and they uh, they took they both swept their weekends Yep. Uh, I think a, a team that would take uh, issue, well, two teams that would take issue, Arizona State, it had, they had the weekend off, but the other team that would take issue with your statement, Andrew, was Arizona. They they hosted Grand Canyon uh, for yep. two games down in uh, Tucson at the Tucson Convention Center, the lovely TCC, and uh, Arizona swept GCU 5-3 to three and 4-3. to three. How about that? How about that? You know, we, I kind of call this a split because, you know, we kind of all, we talked gcu plays tight with arizona all the time especially in tucson yeah yeah that's you know you know kind of looking at a split there maybe and uh arizona took care of business so you know i'm hoping they kind of i'm hoping arizona kind of has turned a page from last season and uh can put a little uh can put a little rally together here right yeah i think arizona i mean they found some scoring and they've uh, they're obviously talented um they need to you know shore up that d because uh you know they're, they're keeping them close those games are close um three goals each for for gcu but they're also i know they're thin at net so yeah. they gotta they gotta hope that their uh, goaltender who i'm gonna end up butchering his name i know he's, <laughs> yeah. i know he's a finn um but he's uh uh, here, here. Let me get. Let me find his name here for you, because I'm going to absolutely 100% butcher it. It's, <laughs> yeah, scroll down here. We oh, you know, if only I could find. Th- here we go, Nicholas Sepinen. Yeah, I was going to say that you you did better than I did. Yeah, um, he's. Uh, the, I think. Not saying he's all there is, but um, so far he's been all there is so far um with with u of a in terms of in the net i you know it hasn't been like in years past where they've been able to alternate a couple of guys in and out yeah, they've and, had two guys for the last how many years right yeah they've or even three at times so Sepinen has been it this season and so uh they're, they're going to need to keep him healthy at, at the very least until the break when maybe 
I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't talked to Coach Berman about it. Maybe they've got somebody coming in to help him out at the break. But uh, yeah, the Arizona uh, takes care of Grand Canyon. I thought that was yeah. uh, good. Good for U of A. Not so much for uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that. The, uh, but yeah, it looks like Arizona. Last year they had trouble scoring goals, so they got that figured out. So hopefully they can shore up the the back end of it and uh, yeah, make this a three team race or f- instead of just a two team at the top of this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And then hey, the other series was Colorado State coming down to uh, Edmond to play the Oklahoma Sooners at Arctic Edge Ice Arena. And I think you called this one, Andrew. You said there was going to be a split, and sure enough, there was. I, you know what? I was I was totally surprised. On Friday night, when I pulled up the score sheet and I Ooh. saw it was a six to one OU victory, they unloaded the whooping stick on in the oh, second period. Oh man! Oh man! Four four goals in the second, and I was I was like, man, you guys just totally made liars of what we just said on the podcast. Yeah. You know, we talked about how these two teams. It seems like over the past what four or five seasons, everything is one goal games, close, tight. Yep. Gritty games. Yeah. Yep. I pull up the sheets on Friday night and I'm like, what? What is this? Six to one. Like, what's going on here? Like, I, I think Colorado State was asking the same thing, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're like, what is this? Yeah. What's going on here? They, uh, but yeah, four goals in the second. So good for those guys. And yeah. And then uh, CSU battles back on Saturday, don't they? That's that's the thing. And there, it's kind of like uh, what we were talking about with Utah. CSU showed a lot of character. They could have easily sat there and said, screw this. We're, you know, we got our butts kicked on Friday night. And uh, we're just going to lay down here on Saturday. And they didn't. And now they got down. Um, was it two to nothing? I, I know it was two to one going into the third. And yeah, they I was tied say, it I think up in down. the third. Yeah, I was going to say they tied it up. Um, Midway through the third, won the power play. And that was the tying goal. And, yeah, they got the only goal in the shootout. And so this is their second um, road shootout victory, the first one being uh, 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 that bouncing goal that they scored in uh, <laughs> that they scored up in uh, uh, Missouri State. The, 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 the goal that they scored here on uh, coming in on this one with uh, against Brendan Culbertson-Bond it wasn't a little bouncer, but the kid came in and uh, helped me out. Who scored the goal? Was it Tristan Meistus again? I think so. Um, he came all the way in and did. He tried to do that little uh, that reach around goal, you know, where you dink to, oh, the, yeah. dink to the left and go all the way to the right. Yeah, but yeah. He, he got a little too deep. <laughs> he got a little too deep, and so like he was standing almost on top of the goaltender when uh, he did the reach around to uh, to get it into the net. Uh, but it counted. It got in there, and that was the only goal that they scored uh, in the shootout. And so uh, Central – no, 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 no. What's it? Uh, <laughs> Colorado State. Colorado State. Um, yep, it was Tristan Meistis, his second game-winning uh, shootout goal. How about Col- that? Colorado State uh, comes away with the uh, with the split with a 3-2 to two shootout victory. The uh- – that's what we expect out of these teams, right? Close, gritty, one goal games. Yeah, they're kind of mirror images of one another in that they they you're going to have they're tough to kill. They're that's that's what I say, and I don't mean that with any disrespect. They're tough to play against. They're not gonna they're not flashy. They're not uh, just uh, choked down with skill or anything. But they work and they grind, and if you're going to beat them, you're going to have to play 60 minutes of hockey to beat them. That is, yeah. unless they take a, a period off on like like CSU. You know, apparently did on on Friday night, and uh, you know, uh, with that six to one aberration. But otherwise, all their other games are just grinders. Yeah, it's and that's kind of you know, we we know Coach Arvanitas from way back in the day. Yep. And and you kind of see how he played the game, kind of his style of game is kind of showing up in this team now, right? Just kind of gritty, nothing flashy, hardworking, and yeah, it's it's kind of exciting to see. It was, uh, and you could see, we talked about it before, um, Oklahoma's found some scoring with uh, Andrew Lowe and this uh, Ben Mondu. Yep. They've got uh, a gigantic D-man, number two, Goldstein, who can uh, who's helping anchor down the, uh, the, the blue line. They've got some speed, 
And um, so they're doing well. And then our, our, our favorite, one of our favorite usual suspects for Colorado State, that Alex Letkovsky. <laughs> yeah. He, the dude, I'm telling you what, super nice guy. Um, but he, and he's gigantic. I mean, gigantic on the ice. And he just kind of cruises along on the on the ice like a shark. Yeah, nothing great. Yeah, just. Well, no, just, I mean, well I'm not saying not great, but yeah, not. Not flashy, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, he he's not he's not a speed demon, but by God, he he gets the puck and he he can he can retain it. He gets he has a great puck control and he has a great set of hands so that he can uh, he can find the open guy, which is what he did on the first goal. Uh, to uh, I think it was to number twenty nine is who he fed right in the uh, right in, at the top of the crease. And then, uh, yeah, when he, when he, the, the guy is just, he just, he, when I was watching him play, um, he just looked like he, he just cruising through the, uh, like a, like a shark, uh, cruising through the, the, uh, uh, the neutral zone, just waiting for whether it's the puck or someone to hit or something, you know, he's just, you, you know, that he's there and he's just dangerous. The, uh, he reminds me what was, um, oh, I'm totally drawing a blank because there's a since we're talking about these two teams, there was a kid, Evan. What was Evan? And you know exactly who I'm talking about that played for OU, Del Cassell. Yeah, he was kind of the same way, right? Kind of a kind of a bigger kid, not flashy, not not a speed not a speed guy, but had a sweet set of hands and knew how to find the back of the net, right? Yep, yep. Well, hey, you're, that's a good good recall for you for Del Cassell. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. I was thinking kind of like a, a Milan Lucic, uh, yeah. kind of a guy. I think Luke, Luke is. Uh, anyways, he's. Uh, anyways, hey, that's it. Was it was a good weekend? So, um, yeah, UNLV takes two from uh, Utah. UCO takes two from uh, Colorado. Arizona defends their home ice, taking two from Grand Canyon and Colorado State and Oklahoma split. Not bad. Not a bad weekend at all. All right, Andrew, we're going to have to hop to it. Let me, uh, let's hear some horns and uh, some other junk, and then we'll get to it. Let's do some standings. And then, Andrew, we've got two weeks worth of games since I'm going to be we gone. Have. we got two weeks of games to, for you to predict. We have lots of predictions to get to, don't we? Here we go. One, drop your glove. Two, catch the jersey. Three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. Inglewood Jack. Game face is on. It's our first day of senior hockey, bud. Well, first impression's a lasting one, bro. You ready for this, bud? Uh, four check, back check, paycheck, bro. Ding. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that puck. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We... You gonna let him stand in here like a... Hold it! Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Yeah, Chance the Rapper, let's do that hockey. Andrew. Let's do it. I'm t- Andrew, let me ask you know that that one clip where we were talking about um, you know Jules Winfield. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let, let me ask you. Um, I just want your personal opinion uh, because you know we're not hockey guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you play hockey, the few rare occasions that you do get out on the ice, cup no cup. I go cup. Yeah, I would go cup too. I just. Yeah. I was talking to a coach who shall remain nameless, um, and he was amazed that some of his guys are going out there without cups. And I was like, "Man, they're, yeah, they're braver folks than I am." Only takes one time. Yeah, I figured that'll uh, that'll get your attention, right? If it, uh, uh, I just can't imagine getting stick checked with no cup. The uh, I I know a kid that that got hit in the uh, in the good area and with a puck and he got hit so hard that his cup exploded. No way. How did, oh, how did that feel? Oh. oh, that would be, well, Hey, it's going to be a lot better than, than not having a cup, right? Oh my you don't Lord. Want anything could, else under there exploding. Oh my Lord. Could you imagine? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm darn near speaking in soprano. Just, just thinking about it. <laughs> 
All right, Andrew. I, I just that, that Jules Winfield uh, <laughs> made, made me think about that. Hey, uh, WCHL standings. Uh, Nevada Las Vegas has played eight games or top of the conference with uh, twenty points. Uh, Central Oklahoma and Arizona are in second place. They've played four games each. They've won all four of them. Uh, they have twelve points. Uh, Oklahoma, with the win and the shootout loss, has vaulted all the way from nine to number four in the conference. They have seven points. Uh, Utah is in fifth place with six points. Colorado State is in sixth place with five points. Arizona State, Missouri State, and Colorado State are all tied for seventh with uh, three points each. And Grand Canyon is at the uh, bottom of the conference right now. They've played eight games. They've got one point to show for it. I, I tell you what, the uh, up at the top there, that those four points, um, UNLV has, you said they played eight games, so that's 24 points that they could have collected, and they only have 20 out of them. Yep. Those might be four big points. Those could very well be four big points. The other thing to remember is Arizona State and Missouri State, they only have three points each, but they've also only played two games each. Right, right. So, so I mean – a lot of teams, well, everybody except for Grand Canyon has games in hand on UNLV. That could, those four points could be the uh, difference between finishing first or maybe finishing third or Ooh. even even maybe a little bit lower, right? I look, mean, at, look at you, no, Nostradamus. They, uh, how about that? And then, and then your middle there, you know, you got seven, six, five, three, three, and three. I mean, that's just a gaggle of teams right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone's going to have to break if if they're going to if they're going to. I mean, well, let's just face it. I mean, with games coming up this weekend uh, and next, we've got some. Uh, you know, some teams are going to have some opportunities. Yeah, to yeah. break out of that some, pack. Yeah, we're going to see some separation here after the after these next two weeks for sure. Yeah, Utah's got some games uh, that, where they can uh, take care of some. You know, move out of that uh, jumble. Oklahoma for sure. And uh, Arizona State's got a chance to. Uh, to to you know separate or to join that pack if you will the central oklahoma arizona unlv pack so all right andrew let's get right to it because we have games that are getting ready to go right now in fact you know what here let me see if i can't tune in no unlv is not going yet and asu is definitely not going yet that's, <laughs> yeah. that's going like an hour from now yeah we still got a ways on that one so thursday friday arizona is playing at unlv so this will be number one in the conference against number two. We're tied for number two. And uh, in terms of rankings, it's what, number five against number 14, according yep. to the coaches. What do you think, Andrew? The uh, U of A's found some scoring there, so uh, I'm going to call a split. This will be a tough series. I'm excited to watch a little bit of it later on tonight. And, uh, yeah, a split would be, you would think would kind of be deserving because they're two very, very good teams. Yes. Yes, I think so. Road Warriors Utah are on the road. They're playing at the Mountain Community Ice Mountain America Community Iceplex. They, uh, I, you know, as much as I didn't want to, I'm taking Arizona State on this one. Why? Why didn't you want to? Why do you say uh, that? You know, they uh, they are Road Warriors, but I think. Uh, I think Arizona State's just going to be a little bit too tough for them. I think Arizona State's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying I don't think they're going to be close, but, yeah, I think it'll be Arizona State. Uh, Andrew, the Oklahoma Sooners, uh, fresh off their number 21 or 29 finding in the uh, top 25 rankings, uh, they're going to travel all the way up I-44 to Springfield, uh, America, to take on the Missouri State Ice Bears. What do you think? Oklahoma, Missouri State. I'm calling a split here. Really? Wow. Look at you. Because these are two other teams that usually play really tight with each other, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So, and they're both, they're kind of mirror images of one another and that they've, uh, they both work hard. And um, yeah, as a matter of fact, if I remember right, when Colorado State went to Missouri State earlier this season wasn't they split and didn't both of yep. both those games went to overtime i believe i believe yeah off the top of my head i believe you're right yeah so uh in missouri state oklahoma and colorado state are kind of uh you know like looking in the mirror it's that spider-man meme where you're kind of looking up pointing at one another <laughs> yeah that's I those know, three yep. teams yep yes it is then we have some non-conference games this week andrew university of mary is coming down. They're the newcomer, the um, two-time national champion at the men's division two level. They played for it last year, lost to uh, UMass. 
Um, so Mary, you know, maybe they only made it to the semis. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Mary won two championships. They're coming down to Edmond to take on UCO The Chos. The uh, I'm going UCO here. Yeah. The uh, but I hope UCO's ready. You know, as they say, don't don't overlook this team. Don't sleep on this team. The because uh, I think you you of Mary is a decent little hockey team. Yeah, they're going to be you of Mary is uh, they're going to be ready. That's for sure. Yep. Yep, but I think UCO shouldn't have any trouble, but just be ready, right? I need to figure out the story behind the name for you of Mary because they their their nickname is the Marauders, and they so they kind of got like a pirate kind of a logo. And I'm thinking, wait a second, why does a school named Mary yeah. have a logo <laughs> of a pirate, the Marauder, and why is a pirate in the in Bismarck, North Dakota? Maybe. Maybe maybe Mary was a pirate and she just got lost and wound up in uh, North Dakota. <laughs> maybe she was a land pirate. Maybe that's maybe. what it was. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, I, I need to. So that's my homework for the day. And then uh, the last series, Grand Canyon is going up to Oregon to uh, play the Ducks up there. Um, hopefully that game will actually take place in Eugene and not in some other mystery bank. <laughs> that's like what Colorado I was getting ready to say. Yeah. That's just, just what I was getting ready to say. What do you think? Grand Canyon, Oregon. They, uh, I'm going all Grand Canyon here. Yeah, you would think that uh, you would think that our good buddy Cummings, number 33, and Schmitz, 44, and uh, Dylan Dent, number 7, those guys would just light Oregon up. I would think so. The uh, Grand Canyon used to be down there in the West playing tough Arizona, Arizona State, UNLV teams. They should be ready for Oregon. Yeah, I would, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping so. Colorado and Colorado State have the weekend off. They're taking uh, part in that uh, the Rocky Mountain Academic Bowl. So um, <laughs> hopefully they'll uh, one of them will finish in first place. Andrew, I'm going to be gone next week. I've got to go visit with the Pope for a little while. Yeah. Um, so let's look ahead at the week uh, that uh, that's going to happen while I'm gone. Um, Oklahoma is going out to the desert to take on Grand Canyon, and then they're going to play two down in Tucson. Oh, so they an old fashioned WCHL weekend right there. I like it. The Sooners, yeah. What do you think? Oklahoma at Grand Canyon on a Thursday night. I'm taking Oklahoma on that one. Ooh, Danny Roy is listening in. He's got some bulletin board material there for you. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Oklahoma at U of A down in Tucson. Those are both going to be one o'clock games because the American Hockey League team is playing uh, at night down there in the uh, same arena. So Oklahoma at Arizona. They, uh, I think these are going to be some good old-fashioned turn-of-the-day uh, WCHL games, and I'm taking a split on them. Wow, look at you. You're jumping back on the Oklahoma bandwagon, aren't you? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Colorado State is also heading down to the desert. They're going to take on Arizona State. What do you think? CSU uh- at ASU. uh, I'm going all ASU on this one. Wow, you're taking all ASU this week, all ASU next week. The other uh, series, Missouri State is heading out to Grand Canyon to play uh, the the Antelopes on Friday, Saturday. So you're saying Grand Canyon is going to lose on Thursday to Oklahoma, then they turn around to play Missouri State. What's going to happen there? I'm, uh, you know, two evenly matched teams. I feel like Uh, I'm going to split here. You know what I did? I hit the wrong button, Andrew. I, I hit the <laughs> mute button on me because I have a piece of ice in my, oh my God. What an idiot. I'm telling you, once again, just proof of how uh, lo-fi this stupid podcast is. I think, I think this proves the wrong guy has the buttons, right? <laughs> hey, and then we have two non-conference series, San Diego State is uh, they're going to play the willing victim, and they're traveling to Sin City to take on UNLV. Andrew, I know this one's going to work out. Yeah, this is all UNLV. Yeah, all UNLV. Maybe San Diego State will surprise us. They almost got uh, Arizona State on a one yeah. nothing game in San Diego, and they made it tight there at uh, in Tempe on a second game. So you never know. Yeah, I'm going. I don't think they don't think they stayed a chance on this one. And Andrew, it's your second favorite team in the ACHA, the Maryville Saints. They're coming down to take on UCO Friday and Saturday. All UCO. You know our good friends. I'm in fact, I'm looking at them right now. They're on the. It's the second intermission uh, thing. It's our good friend. Uh, 
Marshy and his sidekick um, Blandy, oh. and, uh, and yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that's the that's the dude from Nationals from a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I, his name is Andrew Marsh, and I, I give him a hard time uh, because mm-hmm. the the other guy. There's there's another guy who's with him who always says Marshy 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 Marshy. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Marsh is very very good. He's in fact I would say he's excellent on the play by play and on the broadcast. It's you know some of the guys he's surrounded himself with. You know well, there's one guy <laughs> there's one guy that will put you to sleep and there's another guy that I think might have had you know 15 too many Red Bulls. What do, what do they say? It's be careful in who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, look yeah. at you. Yeah. Look at you yeah. and me. Whoops. Yeah. Hang on. Hang uh, on. What are you hang talking on. about there? <laughs> oh, geez. All right, Andrew. Well, we're, we finished. Uh, so, well, let's see here. Let's see. Let's go through. So the week uh, that's that's coming up right now, you're saying Utah and uh, we'll lose both games at Arizona State. You're saying Arizona will split with UNLV. You said uh, Oklahoma will also split with Missouri State up at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. And then you said U, uh, UCL will sweep U of Mary and Green Canyon will sweep the Ducks in Eugene. Yep. And then um, next week, you say that Oklahoma will beat Grand Canyon on a Thursday night and then split with U of A Friday, Saturday. Uh, UNLV is going to absolutely smoke San Diego State. <laughs> yes. UCO, you said, will smoke Maryville. Um, Grand Canyon will split with Missouri State at home in, in uh, Arizona Ice Peoria, and ASU will take care of Colorado State is what you're predicting. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Colorado, surprisingly, has both weeks off, Andrew. How about that? Yeah. Nice little, they must really be making a push on the library front there, right? Either that or maybe they have a hot date with Coach Prime. Maybe that's what it is. You think maybe Coach Prime is holding tryouts to look for uh, uh, warm bodies for his football team now? Oh, they, uh, yeah, just so we can hype it up again. <laughs> oh, yeah, Colorado Lord. State's off this week. Utah will be off next week. Utah, des- des- Utah deserves a week off after traveling. Geez, they've gone everywhere. Yes, those are road warriors. They they're, deserve. They're going to unpack their suitcase. The rest. Yeah. yeah, they deserve some rest. Going to unpack their suitcase and uh, camp out at home for a little while. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all, right? Yeah. All right, Andrew, we've reached the uh, the part of this suboptimal podcast where we uh, don't really have an awful lot to talk about, so we just kind of BS our way through it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, have, do you have anything uh, of interest that you want to uh, – do you have a topic of interest that you want to raise? You know what? I'm pretty boring this week. Come on. All I, all I have been doing is uh, working, and my in-laws are in town, so I have been doing the in-law thing. Now, wait a second here. Are your in-laws there right now while we're doing the podcast? They are not. Ah, okay. <laughs> there we go. Not. They are not. <laughs> I, was, I, I did not know if uh, I was going to say how in the world. My next question was, how in the world did you get permission to do a podcast <laughs> with your in-laws there? They, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because they, uh, you know, my lovely wife is stuck at work this evening. So I'm here at the house with my, with my daughter and, uh. My in-laws wanted us to come over to my sister-in-law's house to play cards. And I said, you know what? <laughs> Darn the luck. I've got a podcast I've got to do tonight, <laughs> so I will not be able to make it. I am so very <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, oh, dang it. Darn yeah, the luck. Yeah. But, you know, as luck would have it, my in-laws will show up at my house on Friday. When I get off from work, I'll come home and. They'll be sitting in my living room, and uh, they are not going to be leaving until, like, Wednesday or Thursday of next week. Oh. So, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Andrew. I'm, I'm glad you have something to do to keep yourself otherwise occupied, but uh, I'm just, sorry it's the in-laws. I may just stay at work all weekend. I, don't, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> You know, might have an awful lot of uh, quinceaneras to schedule, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I built this... Uh, Either that or, you know, I've, I've built this really sweet uh, workbench in my garage. And, uh, you know, getting ready to put a, a layer of finish on it and all that and really spice it up. And my, my lovely wife comes out and she wants to make these witch's brooms to decorate the outside of the house with for Halloween. 
And I'm like, all right. So I, I gave her the tools that she needed to do it, right? And <laughs> that's been two and a half weeks ago. And the, and the witch's brooms are still laying on my nice, new, sweet workbench that I've made. Yeah. Dust everywhere. Tree bark everywhere. My tools still laying out all over the place. Now, wait a second. I thought, I thought she was making them, not you. Oh yeah, that's why it's still sitting there because she uh, she has quit working on the project for for a good two weeks now. <laughs> so I may I may go finish that project this weekend while I, my wonderful in laws are in town. I see, I see what you're saying. Okay, I yeah, get you. all right, yeah, yeah. I well, might just stay out there. I might get lost in the garage for a couple of days. A lot of honeydews. It sounds like a lot of. Oh <laughs> darn it! She's got me doing all this. Yep. Yeah, you you know you know all about it. I figured, Andrew. It's you know the end of October. It's pretty close to uh, time for you to start decorating for uh, Christmas. Oh, you know I can't. I got I've got the house decked out with Halloween right now. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you going to go out for? Uh, are you going to go trick or treating? What are you going to go as? They, uh, you know, I thought about that. What am I going to go as? The uh, and. I think it's going to go as myself this year, like every year. <laughs> you were just bringing the heat on this podcast. It's boring. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, yeah. what, 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 what did you think about the frozen frenzy that happened the other day? All 32 NHL teams playing all at the same time. You know what? Speaking of that, I saw on Twitter, I think it was Buchagross tweeted it out. There's a guy in Chicago, and I'll try to find the picture and send it to you so you can send it out if you want to. He's a uh, Chicago Blackhawks fan, obviously, from Chicago. Yeah. But he, uh, he had the sweetest freaking man cave I have ever seen in my life. Really? And it was, I mean, And especially if you're a, a Blackhawks guy, which, you know, it makes no difference to me. But, I mean, he had the thing. The ceiling was covered. The walls were covered. There was stuff overlapping each other. I mean, you look down, the floor was hockey sticks that had been laid down and then had uh, finish put over the top of them. The bar, I mean, it was, it was freaking awesome. And that's what Bouchergras said. He's like, could you imagine watching the Frozen Frenzy from, from this location tonight? Wow. And I was like, man, that is freaking awesome right there. Yeah, okay, well, we'll have to send it and we'll uh, we'll check it out. Yeah, I um, thought I thought it was kind of cool. I I appreciated the fact that uh, the Boston Bruins beat those Chicago Blackhawks that you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm well, I'm seeing here they lost their game, their first game of the season tonight. The Bruins did to the uh, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim in, uh, in overtime. So, uh, but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. The Frozen Frenzy way to kind of generate some uh, some excitement. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that more often. You know. Yeah, to, they really should. Yeah, I mean, maybe to kick the season off or. Maybe a couple times a year. I mean, it's it's kind of an interesting deal, right? It is well, and it generated a lot of interest. That's the thing, right? In a in yeah. a season that's dominated right now by, um, you know, the NBA starting, NFL, and college football are right in the midst of their seasons. Oh yeah, you're 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 sitting fourth at, at best, right? Yeah, well, and you've got the like I said, the NBA is kicking off. Major League Baseball is going with. Um, with uh the got the world series lined up so yeah you, you fourth is fourth is like you say at best you're probably yeah, more best, likely yeah. fifth or sixth yeah yeah so then you pull a stunt like that and then you move up right yeah you move way up there i thought it was pretty cool and they, I, th- I yeah. agree with you i think they should do it more often they should do yeah. more more of these things and less of those stadium series oh yeah yeah the stadium series thing was cool when it first came out and you know they well it was in uh was the first one in boston yeah, yeah. The win- I'm talking about. You're talking about the Winter Classic. I'm talking about just yeah. you know, when they do the stadium things up in Edmonton or Toronto or you know. Well, the one, Buffalo. Uh, the one yeah, the one they do in uh, up up there is cool. The Heritage Classic is what it's called, I think. Yeah, yeah. That that one's cool, and the Winter Classic is cool. These other stadium series that you're talking about, uh, it's yeah. You know they they've taken they've taken something cool. And they've diluted it down too much, right? They really have. They really have. Because yeah. we, because we, it's, and you know, I just can't imagine going to those things. And I can't, you know, I got to imagine that the uh, the sight lines are awful, and you're paying top dollar to go sit in some nosebleed seats and watch ants. Yeah, play, you know. Yeah, and it's you know I don't have much interest in watching an outdoor game in Dallas, right? <laughs> 
pass. You and I, you and I know. I mean, we're close enough. Dallas. I mean, it. Their winters is fifty degrees. I mean, <laughs> so it's not much of an atmosphere, right? No. It's, no. Now, when you when you watch the like the Heritage Classic, and it's up up north, and and you know you see people, and it's you know zero degrees outside or minus whatever, and those people are just freezing their butts off. You're like, now that. <laughs> Is an outdoor hockey game, you that, know? That could be a little fun, but yeah, not yeah. when you're playing uh, at Nissan Stadium in Nashville or uh, no. Mile High in Denver, and it's yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. That, yeah. The uh, Boston's a cool setting, New York's a cool setting, Pittsburgh's a cool setting. You know, those places are cool because it's kind of got the atmosphere to go with it. But yeah, some of these others, yeah, they can just stop. All right. Well, Andrew, I gotta say, I've got a, I, I got another Gritch only because um, I've, I've seen it a lot recently. On since I'm putting score sheets into the system, I can, <laughs> I cannot stand these large numbers. <laughs> you you had that Gritch last year. I, I've had that Gritch now for four or five years. It's um, <laughs> it's just incredible the number of teams. I mean, there's I just saw a team. Who was it recently that did it right? They had, I think their highest number was 35. And that's the way it should be, right? With a goaltender. They, yeah, went from go. two, they went from like two to 35. Yeah, go go one to 35, give one and one to your goalie and the high 30s to your goalies and yep. everybody else can fight it out. It's it's just crazy. But the, uh, I, you know, I did one the other day and it had like 72, 76, 82, <laughs> 86, 88, 91, 92. And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you and and the jump from the I, I, I'm just this is just me as the scorekeeper as the guy dealing with it. I'm just like, you know, come on, you go from defensemen that are four and five, uh, and then there's there might be a twelve, there might be a thirty seven, and then all of a sudden you jump all the way up to you know eighty six. Yeah, like oh, come on, don't don't quit quit giving these big old goofy numbers out there yeah yeah i yeah that's I, just that's I'm, the old man get off my lawn that's the old I'm, man in me but i'm right there with you one through 35 let's rock and roll Dude. all right hey i've got uh, two other things andrew that are they're on my list um, oh boy. well the first one is we got a nice little message from our from our friend um anita suchia who said uh you know hey she's uh she's been listening to the podcast she said a special hello to you andrew oh, uh, and then she said you know what uh she's got a lot of stuff going on uh this season and so she's just very very busy and uh, wanted to wish us well but she was going to have to you know uh, take a leave from the podcast for for a little bit uh and, and you know she says that they're a blast she loved doing them and uh but she's got a whole lot of things this uh, fall and winter that apparently she's juggling. So uh, yeah. just wanted yeah. to say thanks and hope that uh, all is well for Anita. And um, yeah, I, I told her, I said, hey, haven't leaned on you just yet simply because Utah hasn't played at home just yet. So uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't think that's fair to her. The, uh, yeah, she hopefully she gets it all figured out and gets her juggling in order and uh, can make an appearance again, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so we hope Anita's doing well. And then, Andrew, the last thing that, that I have on my list, have you ever heard of this thing called Tiny Desk Concerts? Uh, I hadn't. I saw your thing that you uh, that you sent out today on Twitter, and I pulled it up for just a brief second. It's, uh, it's, it's something put on by NPR, and I realize, Andrew, that NPR, National Public Radio, is probably a foreign concept to, to you. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the good folks at NPR... Um, they um, uh, they have something called the Tiny Desk Concerts, and basically, they get a a, a music a musician or a musical act, and they come and they play in the NPR offices at this person's desk. And sometimes it can be, you know, just uh, a, a snoozer. Uh, sometimes it can be incredible. I, I don't know anything about Mac Miller um, other than I think the guy is dead. Um, but uh, supposedly he was one of the ones who just had a an incredible tiny desk concert. Uh, I know Lizzo and Harry Styles have done some great tiny desk concerts. I've seen uh, Los Lobos put some on. Um, but Andrew, today there was one that was just incredible. It was Nile Rodgers and Chic um, from the old 
you know, from the mid seventies all the way up until now. And they just, this guy, it was 30 minutes, Andrew, of just nonstop hits. (laughs) Just just kept it rolling. Did he? I mean, it was incredible. It was awesome. And if you have, if you have a couple of minutes in your, uh, out, out of your day, uh, and if you want to, you know, kind of shake your rump a little bit and move your feet and, uh, you know, bob your head to the beat, it was it was incredible. I just thought, I mean, this guy, Nile Rogers, uh, a great guitarist, played with Chic, still plays with Chic, back in the disco days of the 70s. But he also um, uh, he played with Daft Punk here in the, uh, in the early 90s, or I okay. should say that, not the early 90s, let's say the early 2000s, 10 years ago. Uh, so what's that 2012 2013 um david bowie i mean the dude was just cranking out hits he's got a diana ross song in there it's i mean it it was it was one of those things andrew where you turn it on and you're like "Hmm, what's this and then you're just mesmerized (laughs) yeah it's one of those deals where it's like it just reaches out through the screen and grabs you and says pay attention to me and it was awesome. So uh, we'll put it out there on the WCHL uh, pod Twitter. It's the uh, Tiny Desk concert from uh, Nile Rogers and Sheik. Andrew, there are two backup singers who aren't really backup singers. They're like, you know, singer one and singer two. And though both of those ladies can absolutely wail. And, <laughs> I mean, serious. It's It's like... That's the thing, Andrew. There's a there's a, a great horn section. There's a dude that's playing nothing but um, um, he, he's he's playing um, uh, his little keyboard and he's got you know voice control through it. So he you know for that robotic voice that he needs for the Daft Punk song, yeah, he's killing it. And uh, it's one of those deals where you're you're looking at it, and you're like, I, I ought to be there. I should have been there. I wish I had. Been there. <laughs> It was great, yeah, yeah. and all, and all the while you're sitting upstairs in your office, right? And this is, this yeah. is reaching out and grabbing you. <laughs> well, I should be working. <laughs> all the while, your wife's downstairs, just hoping and praying that the the brief that she just emailed you is going to reach out and grab you, right? <laughs> She's hoping the brief I just emailed her is going to actually make sense. Is it is it written in pigeon English or? Uh... <laughs> Is it written in, in actual legalese? Uh, oh, that's great. It was, anyways, we'll, we'll put that out on Twitter. But uh, t- check that out. And, uh, yeah, there's some rare gems there on, on the old tiny desk. But I, I I really enjoyed that one. That one, I I was never big into disco. You're too young for disco. Yeah, I was um, never. Even listen, going back and listening to it, I'm just like, eh, okay. I mean, it's fun. It gets your foot tapping and your, in your head bobbing yeah. and stuff. It's it's There's some great stuff out there. You know, Donna Summer and... You know, uh, bus stop and all that kind of, you know, the, yeah. the YMCA. Those are kind of the staples now, right? There's a little, there's a little band that runs around Oklahoma City here, and they they play nothing but disco. Uh-huh. They they wear the fake wigs that look like afros, and they wear the the velvet suits and yep. with the bell bottoms and all that stuff. And you know, it's fun. I we've we've seen them. I think they're called like Super Freak or something like that. Yeah. They, uh, you know, we've seen them a handful of four, five, six times, and you know, it's kind of fun to sit around. It's kind of upbeat, like I said, music and kind of fun. But you know, driving in your car to work or coming back home from work, you know, it's not really, not really my jam. You know what I mean? Oh well, uh, hey, it's your loss. You should check out the Tiny Desk concert with Nia Rogers and Chic because it's it's incredible. Those it's a, it's a good one, huh? It's great. They they even rip out a little rapper's delight, Andrew. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean it's the it's nonstop. These are all heavy hitter all star players that are with him, and it's uh, it's some really good stuff. Andrew, hey, awesome. ho- hold on here for a quick second. Let's see if we can't dial in. Bearcats come out with it at the red line. You know what? Maybe if I didn't have two streams going at the same time, we wouldn't be confused. Because <laughs> I was trying to here. Let's let's try that one again. And behind Zach Wixon, he'll survey with just over two minutes gone in the first. Wyatt swings it to the near wall. Man, that's getting ready to put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's Dominic Lavoyer of uh, UNLV hockey. Dominic is very, uh, he's usually very loud, but for whatever reason, the uh, the maybe it's because the Arizona has the puck in the UNLV zone right now. Maybe that's why yeah, he's, he's kind of subdued. Setting the setting the tone a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, Arizona and UNLV have uh, they've jumped up, 
It's uh, right now it is uh, 0-0 with uh, 17-13. Oh, they've only been playing two minutes and 47 seconds. Yeah, they just they just got started. I got distracted, Andrew, because there was a uh, there was a national anthem singer out there who I wanted to zoom in on a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> she, she was, uh, I, I don't know if she was a showgirl or what, but man, holy smoke, I was, uh, <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, here, let's, let's see if Dominic's uh, woken up a little bit here. Nope, nope, he's still asleep. He, he put himself to sleep. He's out. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Uh, maybe after, well, here, here, hold on. It's Joining Liberty University, Minot State, the defending national champion, Adrian College. That's scintillating play-by-play right there. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not even talking about the two teams that are on the ice. <laughs> Jeez, come on, Dom. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, so that Andrew, any, any anything else, Andrew? Anything else that we got? Yeah, uh, I think I am out of ideas for you tonight. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the game plan going forward. Um, uh, recently, I had the pleasure of talking with Missouri State head coach Tom Winkler. Uh, that podcast will be put out here in a couple of days. Um, some well, let's it's, it'll be put out sometime next week. Um, and so that'll be fun. And then we're working on lining up a a player, another player uh, interview. Um, I'm going to be um, out of pocket for a little while, at least until um, well, two weeks from now, until about November 10th or 11th. Um, me and the Pope, we got some business to do. We got to go talk <laughs> some. We got to talk business. There you go. And uh, I'm going to see if I can't get him to sponsor the uh, Men's Division One ACHA Showcase. Oh, that'd be great. Presented by the Vatican. Yeah. Um, that, or maybe he can just bless me. <laughs> forgive me father yeah for everything that i've done <laughs> yeah, for the, especially this podcast but yeah. uh so so that's the that's the game plan for uh for this podcast for the next couple of weeks or at least for the next let's say 10 days or so yeah um then uh, when when i return we'll get uh, andrew back on the line and we'll uh, recap a whole bunch of games and we'll probably have a, a little bit to talk about that's right the we'll com- have to talk about yep the computer the- will be out Oh, it will be. That's a, can't wait for that one. Yeah, and we'll see if uh, we'll see if there's any other uh, things that have occurred um, in my absence during the ACHA. I'm sure. I'm sure in my absence, the ACHA will just come to a screeching halt for ten oh, days. I'm sure it will. I'm yeah. sure it will. Yeah, my ego is just going to be crushed. Don't you know? Yeah. Uh, but I've already set my phone to. Uh, I'll be getting updates and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've talked about that. Well, I've talked about your trip. Yeah. Well, your, your talk with the Pope, see how that went. The, uh, I'm just I'll hoping he'll write the, me an excuse letter. <laughs> you know, the, uh, please, uh, dear your honor, please <laughs> allow Chris not to file this brief today. That's right. Your, your friend, Frank. The, the, uh, I'll have to, you'll have to let us know how that goes for you. The, yeah. uh, I'll have to give you the skinny on the Queen concert. Oh, that's right. That I'm going to. So are you, yeah. now, are you dressing up as Adam Lambert? Oh, no, my, my, my wonderful daughter, the other day we were, we were somewhere and there was some black leather pants on the rack. Yeah. And she looks over at me and she says, Hey dad. <laughs> I love that girl already. <laughs> yeah. She, hey dad, maybe you could get these leather pants to wear to the queen concert <laughs> and, and maybe you could shave your mustache back in while you're oh, at it. Jeez. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I'll be right on that, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be right on that will one. fly out of... Uh... <laughs> That's right. Oh, jeez. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. yeah, the Queen concert. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. That, that'll, yeah. be, that'll be a good time. You should definitely... You know, you should definitely, Andrew. I, if I were you, I would put on the big old mustache, the uh, the big fake buck teeth, the white <laughs> pants, the yellow crop top jacket, and go uh, there as Freddie. No man, could you imagine? Oh, uh, that should be fun. That should be fun. My, uh, you know, my, I, I have a uh, my. What's my wife? Almost eight months pregnant. Oh, I, it's your wife, not mine. Yeah, yeah, eight months pregnant, and and she's got a queen shirt that that she's going to try to wear down there next week. And, you know, her, uh, the, the baby bump has, has presented itself in the last couple of weeks. And we were, <laughs> we were just talking about it this last week. And she's like, I sure hope I'll still be able to wear that. My queen t-shirt to, to the concert. Oh, um, 
I'm like, sweetheart, I'm not sure that's going to happen for you. <laughs> the, uh, like, I'm not sure that one is going to be able to get going there for you, sweetheart. But oh, boy. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be just great. I'm sure it'll oh, be just great. I can't cool. imagine being eight months pregnant and going to a concert with you and your daughter. <laughs> Jeez. She's a saint. Maybe that. Maybe when I'm talking to Frank the Pope, um, I can get her uh, saint. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might give old Christine. See if he can give old Christine a good word. <laughs> Talk about the Immaculate Conception Part Two. In, yeah, in in in, in Oklahoma yeah. City. Yeah, it's a miracle. We don't know how this happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's dial in and let's see what's going on here. That one over for Fisher. Hey, they're actually yeah, talking about the game. The yeah, figure out where it is. Wide and gets poked away by Lowell, and Lowell's going to start it back the other way. Yeah, it's still 0-0 with uh, 12 minutes gone in the first period. Or, I'm sorry, 12 minutes remaining in the first period, so eight minutes gone. Um, Andrew, your uh, hopes for a split are still alive. Yes, they are. All right, we want to thank everybody for listening to this um, edition of the WCHL podcast. We'll be back with uh, Andrew and I. will be back sometime probably the week of November 13th. Um, in the interim, you'll have some interviews with some coaches and players to deal with. We want to thank everybody for listening to uh, the podcast and putting up with uh, our Beavis and Butthead impersonations. <laughs> and uh, give, go ahead and give us a five-star rating or a thumbs up or whatever it is. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Just tell everybody all about it. And uh, we, we also appreciate you uh, listening to, um, uh, to this podcast, all 11 listeners. Andrew, I was told, in fact, I got approached by a, a young man who came out of the locker room to say, hey, are you so-and-so? I thought he was going to punch me. Yeah. And he said, look, I'm one of the 11 listeners. <laughs> and I said, well, hey, congratulations. So uh, we want to say a special hello to that listener out of Fort Collins. And, um, yeah, thank you to everybody who's listening, and especially thanks to uh, the uh, the 11 listeners. We know there's more, but we like to joke around. Um, but we want to thank you for listening and for your support of ACHA hockey and also uh, specifically the WCHL hockey. These kids don't get enough uh, praise. They're literally playing for the love of the game and to represent their school and their university. Yep. And uh, they do not get um, an, enough credit and enough attention. And we hope that this uh, craptastic podcast brings a little bit of light to it and uh, at least makes you giggle a little bit. Maybe it'll make your head bop and your toes tap and like yeah. that tiny desk concert. <laughs> there you go. This would be a, this would be a big mouth concert. This would be the big mouth <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right, contact us on uh, Twitter at uh, WCHL Pod. It's on Twitter, and uh, we're not going to go with that X business. Um, the Western CHL is on uh, Western CHL uh, on Twitter. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM S T I C K F O R D A M. I'm on Twitter at CJP in O K L A. Andrew will have uh, things like uh, math equations and yeah. uh, ranking analyses and you know statistical models that he puts oh, out yeah. there. All the big brain stuff. I will have uh, you know cat videos and people dragging tires through uh, through culverts to clear the mud. <laughs> Little fat kids rolling down hills in tires. That's right. <laughs> Raccoons in dumpsters. Um, you know those are the kind of videos I'll put out there on Twitter. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, you've been warned. So. Hey, we want to, again, thank you very much for putting up with us. Andrew, I'm going to hit the magic button. You know what I'm going to have to say? Arrivederci. Oh, boy. Well, hey, go ahead and hit that button. Let's get out of here. We're going to miss you guys. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks here. Have fun watching hockey, and we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>